The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have one of the most beautiful passages in all the scriptures as far as I'm concerned. Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So this is a perfect time, I think, to kind of reflect on this, these words of Jesus in this passage. Because we're in the heart of the summer right now, the first or second week of July. And this is a time for leisure. Summer is a time where we go into a little bit more recreation. That word, of course, recreation, is the word recreation. It's a restoring. Uh, it's an event that should restore us. And so, um, I think there are things in this world that are presented as rest that are not rest and there are ways of receiving rest such as what Jesus is talking about that is authentic rest and so that's kind of like that is kind of what I'd like to talk about today I'd like to talk about authentic rest and fake rest fake rest things that we actually things that we do that we think are actually restful but they're not restful they actually don't do what we intend to have done during our times of rest so the first thing as we look at the word that I just mentioned, recreation, recreation, what we're looking for as human beings is rest. This is one of the, the true desires of the soul. We desire rest. That's not the same as laziness. That's not the same as inactivity or passivity. What we desire, in another way that you might name rest, would be to kind of have settlement or peace in the deepest part inside of us. So the most fundamental thing that makes us human beings for that thing to be settled and at peace, that's what Jesus is talking about here when he's talking about rest. St. Augustine, of course, has one of the greatest lines of all time that is not from the scriptures when he says, you have made us for yourself, O God, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. 
You have made us for yourself, O God. And our hearts are going to be restless, trying to find their rest in all these created things that they're not actually capable of finding rest in until they rest in you. This is the soul's... This just happens without us trying. It's a part of who we are. It's part of being a creature. We have a longing and a desire that only the Creator can give to us. Worship, what we're doing right now, is not for us to please God. It's for God to give us rest. It's actually for us. Remember when God created all of creation in the book of Genesis? And He created the seventh day. And the seventh day was, a, was meant to be rest. And that day of rest, as Jesus says, is for us. It's for us to find authentic leisure. But again, there are ways that the world presents to us that are not authentic forms of rest and leisure. These may be sinful, or they might be things that are actually neutral that we turn into idols. Remember the garden story with Adam and Eve? And the fruit is presented to Adam and Eve as a good. That's an apparent good. So that's an image for us of choosing something that looks like it's good for us, looks like it's satisfying, it's delightful to the eyes, that it will give us the rest that we're looking for, but actually it leaves us more empty, dried up, and full of death inside, spiritual death. We want life, and only Jesus can give us life. And so Adam and Eve, of course, they, they eat the fruit, and they get into this, uh, they commit what we call the original sin as Catholics, and this disintegrates them. It's the entrance of death into the world. God desires to reintegrate and recreate us. And who can recreate us but the one who initially created us and who knows us from the inside and out? God knows us better than we know ourselves. So if you're looking for someone to actually give your soul peace and rest, and you want to get away from agitation, depression, God's the one to go to. That's what this gospel passage that I just read is about. And so some of the apparent goods, but they're not actually good or restful, the apparent rests that the world presents, fundamentally, of course, St. Thomas Aquinas talks about the four orientations that, that are of this world that we as human beings make into false idols. These four things are not bad in and of themselves. They're not objective evils. They're not objective evils. But we make idols out of them and we put all of our energies towards them and try to make a resting place or a nest out of them. And those four things are honor, power, pleasure, wealth. Honor, power, pleasure, wealth. Honor, power, pleasure, wealth. Those are wells that will inevitably leave us thirsty. It's like drinking coffee in the desert. Maybe the fact that liquid is going into us, it feels good and maybe re refreshing for a moment, but it just leaves us more parched in the long run. It feels good for a moment, then we're tired again. So those are four Four idols or false ways of filling us or giving us rest, aiming towards those things. But sin also is unrestful. Sin usually gives us a little bit of a buzz of sorts. 
it gives us a, it's like an upper it's like a short-term upper with a down a downward slope afterwards that leaves us even more dry tired anxious depressed etc cetera, etc cetera. so what authentic rest looks like is relational right authentic rest is relational ultimately it's a rest in God it's a it's a relationship with God and as we're in relationship with God and we orient our lives explicitly and intentionally towards relationship and friendship with God we will find ourselves having more energy and feeling more restful now right now in 2023 we live in the most depressed anxious suicidal loneliest time ever in human history as, as far as we know at least since we started recording the data on those various statistics more people report those things that I just mentioned than they ever have in all of human history that is wild that means that we as human beings are, are trying to put our souls the most fundamental part of our humanity into things that aren't actually helping us and we're actually orienting our lives towards things that are leaving us depleted there's a quote I'd like to read for from Joseph Pieper Joseph Pieper was a philosopher from a, from the uh, 20th early 20th century this was just kind of when he was writing this technology was just kind of in a new era in a, a new trajectory nowhere near where we're at today the greatest menace Pieper says to our capacity for contemplation and contemplation is just to be with and in relationship with God and to seize God with our, our mind and our will the greatest menace to our capacity you could think here of being with God is the is the incessant fabrication of tawdry so the word tawdry here just means shallow, superficial, empty stimuli which kill the receptivity of the soul. Tawdry, empty stimuli which kill the receptivity of the soul. What Pieper is saying is, basically, it's kind of an indictment from his perspective, although he's passed, passed on, is he's saying the way that we live right now is modern Americans and the way that we use and you could even say abuse technology the way that we come home from a hard day of work and we immediately plug into some form of entertainment technology etc whether we're on our phones the TV etc what he's saying is this is empty superficial stimuli that actually makes us less capable of finding the authentic rest that we desire so as we become less Christian as time's gone on in our culture we find ourselves less happy and less capable of knowing where to even go for rest we don't even know how to do it anymore and it's not to say all entertainment all technology is bad that's not what I'm saying here what I'm saying is where do we go for rest is what's important what is the thing that we're aiming towards and working towards because how we recharge ourselves that has an effect on everything we know that and so what people are saying here is this is a menace that the way that we live our lives now the amount of 
noises, the amount of stimuli, the kind of anxiety or busyness of the soul we're constantly hearing. We don't have time in, as, in silence anymore as moderns. And now I know this is, I'm speaking generally right now, I know that's not the case for everybody that I'm speaking to, but generally speaking as Americans, we don't even know what silence looks like. We constantly have stuff going on or we're constantly plugged in. And so that creates this state in the soul where we don't know how to even receive from God. It kills our disposition for receiving. Because God is always trying to speak to us. That's why if any of us have been on retreat before, as a priest I go on an eight-day silent retreat every single year, it's almost immediate. Wow, God is here. God's speaking to me. You can hear your thoughts. It's a slowing down. Because God does speak to us constantly. We just don't always have the capacity or the disposition cultivated to receive and to hear God in our thoughts, feelings, and desires. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened. And here Jesus is talking about a heaviness of the soul. He says, and I'll give you rest. Why don't you come to me? Because I'm, I'm the only one actually capable of recreating you. Lord, we ask you to bless us and teach us how to receive proper rest that actually makes us feel full and goes to the core of our humanity. Help us to not live in a superficial way and help us to not be agitated all the time, moving from one thing to the next in, in kind of like a pointlessness. Help us to have a focus and a movement for our lives that ultimately gives us the desires of our heart that you've created in us that are for you and that, that can only be found in you. Teach us how to pray. Give us the courage to go to confession if we need to clean out or clear out our souls so that we can make our souls hospitable to your presence. Give us the capacity to enter into the silence. Give us the perseverance for silence, especially when we immediately feel agitated or a thousand different distractions come to our mind when we start to cultivate silence. Help us to receive you. Help us to come to Mass with a deeper disposition for reception of rest. Teach us to enjoy and look forward to worship and prayer. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. And so as 